So self-confidence doesn't come from like a flick of the switch. It's a process every day. It comes from looking back and seeing progress. Hey ladies, you're listening to the Mom Talks with Krista podcast, where I interview some of the most amazing women from those sharing knowledge related to labor, breastfeeding, and postpartum issues to everyday moms sharing stories of struggle, triumph, and the unexpected. These women are sure to give you honest conversations to help accomplish one key issue, getting rid of mom shaming. So if you want a judgment-free, open conversation, buckle your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. This is Mom Talks with Krista. Hey guys, hope everyone is having a great week so far. I am really excited to do this episode just because it's something different. You know, typically I don't do solo episodes, but I was thinking I need to switch it up a little bit, try different things. You know, we have amazing episodes and so many different experts on, but I kind of want to let you guys in on other things we are doing here. Not only at mommy knows best, but other speaking things, other opportunities to connect with other moms, other women, and kind of leave you guys with some empowerment, some things to think about and so much more. I know we do our monthly Krista's corner kind of unofficially, but those I kind of think of a topic and then I just kind of run with it and see where it goes, which I don't always recommend, but this, I really, you know, strategically planned out a different topic to discuss kind of like I do what I do with my Facebook rooms or my peanut pods. And I just wanted you to be able to sit back and listen, maybe reflect a little bit, but first, before we get started, I as I move my screen over here, I just want to kind of talk about some events or things that are kind of going on. If you're new to Mommy Knows Best or you don't know who I am, my name's Krista and I am the director of brand marketing for Mommy Knows Best. You'll see me on the Instagram. I do the reels. I do educational posts. I am also in our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group of over 27,000 moms and it's an amazing group to be a part of. So if you're not a part of this group, check it out in the show notes. You can join us. We have lots of great discussion. Moms in every stage of their journey, basically. Um, And we just have a great opportunity to connect with other moms. And we also do monthly Facebook rooms, which I kind of mentioned earlier. And these are an opportunity to sit face to face and meet other moms. And we talk about different topics, maybe celebrating a win for that week, maybe talking about something we're struggling with, maybe giving advice to another mom in the group. And The reason I started doing these was because it humanizes people in the group with online bullying, with big, with Facebook groups, with social media, there's a lot of online bullying and we don't see who is behind the name all the time. And so with our Facebook group, it was getting so big that I was like, I don't know half these people in the group. It's growing so big, which is great, but I want to connect with them on a different level. And so we started doing the Facebook group so we could connect face-to-face and they stay pretty small right now, but I can't wait for them just to keep kind of growing. And we always have new faces in them and it's a great chance for moms to connect, you know, in the comfort of their own home, whether their kids are currently napping or they're sitting right next to them. Some of the mom's kids just really look forward to it. So I encourage you to join our Facebook rooms. They're usually the first week of the month, um, typically on a Tuesday. So when you join our Facebook group, you will see it posted at the top under events. Okay. 
That was a mouthful there. Next up is peanut pod. So a lot of moms use the peanut app. That is a amazing, an amazing app to connect with other moms in your area. You can see who's kind of in the same stage as you, but now there are peanut pods and it's similar to a podcast, but you can react, respond, listen all in real time. It's not a recorded thing that's uploaded later. So it's really special and unique to that group. I've really enjoyed doing them. It's been about a year now that I do monthly peanut pods and we have a lot of fun, you know, and it's, it's more, I'm going to say anonymous. We see your name, but you're, you're not on camera. So it's just your voice. It's a really great chance, like just to connect, even if you only want to hop on for five, 10 minutes, just to hear a different topic. So we cover all kinds of topics about self-love, empowerment, mom affirmations, and so much more. So we do those the first and third Thursday of every month now, 1 p.m. Central. Today, I want to talk about, and this is a similar, just to kind of give you a taste of some of the peanut pods that we do. I want to give you a little taste of that. So today we're going to talk about self-reflection being the key to confidence. This leads into mom shaming. And I'm going to, at first you're going to be like, well, why, how do these connect? What is the connection here? Because a lot of times what comes with mom shaming or why people shame, obviously we can't get into their heads, you know, but a lot of it comes from insecurity. So maybe someone made them feel bad for a choice. So then they're going to go 10 times harder and shame you then for making a different decision. And then the, the biggest issue is when we feel insecure about a decision we've made, we start to believe them. We start to believe that we're not as good as them, that we're a lesser than person, mom, woman, whatever it is. And we tell ourselves, I don't know what I'm doing. They must know what they're doing. So I need to listen to them. One of the biggest things we see is then people trying to please other people based on their decisions for their family. And no one's inside your household. You are the main person. You are in your household. And so you know what works best for your family. And so I think when we're in the thick of it and we're just kind of running on autopilot, we can feel very behind. We can feel like we're always playing catch up. We can feel like we're not enough. And so when someone shames us, then it's kind of like kicking you when you're down, right? I want you to think about a time that you were mom shamed. Or maybe you've been guilty of mom shaming yourself. And don't worry, I'm not here to mom shame the mom shamers. But take it as an opportunity for growth, right? Maybe raise your hand silently in your your car, your house, your work, wherever you're listening right now. Now, I want you to think about, so whether you were mom shamed or you were the mom shamer, I want you to think about how you felt in that moment. And if you've been on both sides of it, sometimes it's hard for us to look on the outside and say, okay, I have been the bully or I have been the mean person who I did say something that wasn't very kind. So if you put yourself on the outside, you might see you've been on both sides of it before. Chances are you felt very similar in both circumstances. Maybe you felt hurt. You felt insecure. You felt weak. You felt like you weren't a good mom, 
right? But are any of those true? Are those thoughts that are coming into your head in that moment true? It's funny how when something bad happens or something less than ideal happens, we instantly get flooded with all these negative things. Like it's this epiphany, like, oh, well, I just must, I just must be a horrible person. But before it happened, we were feeling pretty good. So I always tell people when they go into a situation where they feel like they might be judged or, you know, criticized for something that they do, you need to go in strong at the basis of what you believe. So if you go in open and willing to hear everyone's opinions, you're going to want to take all those opinions, but here's the thing. You're going to get like 50 different opinions. So if you post in a Facebook group, Hey, I'm wondering about this. And you, and you yourself have no opinion of it. You're going to get 50 opinions. So how do you know what's right? Which mom is right? Do you know which mom's right? It's a trick question. They're all right in their own scenarios, right? Because no one lives in that household. No one has your exact children. No one has your situation. So you can take pieces from people, but at the end of the day, you're going to be the one that knows your family best. You're going to know what's going to work best. And just like their answer, they're going to know what works best for them. So they're only getting a part of the story and choosing what they would choose. So it all comes from a base of emotions, right? Whether we're hurt by something, we're angry at something, it comes from emotions. So being confident in yourself, where you've come from, where you're going, and that's not to be confused with knowing it all or you being a know-it-all, knowing everything. Confident is more about a feeling, right? So if you're more confident knowing your journey and what makes sense for you, these other voices around you aren't going to matter. Can you still be mom shamed when you're confident? 150%. Yes. You can still be mom shamed when you're confident. So unfortunately there's no magic potion for it to end, but we can work at what we will allow to affect us because you know, deep down what works best for you. So now on the other side of things, we're going to talk about self-reflection being the key to confidence because a lot of you are probably listening like, okay, I want to feel like that. I don't want mom shaming to bother me, but how do I just get more confident? And there's no magic potion. Like I said, there's no switch that you can purchase or a button you can purchase and impress it and be more confident. But there's little tips and little things you can do every day. I want you to first look back and think about when you were like middle school or like a teenager or high school. Some of us might cringe a little bit. We've come a long way since then, but look back. Think of what your hardest moments were in those ages, you know, Um, whether you were being bullied or maybe school was really tough for you, or you just didn't fit in, or um, you were trying to make a sports team and you didn't make it in, or you were trying to keep up grades, sports, friends, you know, whatever it was at that time when something happened, it seemed like the end of the world. If you found out like one of your friends was talking about you, it was like, oh my gosh, like I have no friends. I have nothing. It was the end of the world. But me sitting here now looking back, I'm like, I'm so glad that happened because that made me more confident in how I choose friendships or how I spent my time 
with friends that didn't make me feel so good. So if you can look back on those years previously, and maybe even more recent, maybe even like five years ago, 10 years ago, and see the things that you've either struggled with, failed at, or just have gone through, you will see that you've come out a different person in some ways, stronger in other ways, or with lessons in other ways. So the truth is, if we never made mistakes or we never failed at things, we would never grow. We have to find strength in the mistakes and ask ourselves, how can we, I learn from this? So next time you find yourself in a hard situation, unsure of how to get through it, thinking that every other mom out there would have been able to get through this, no problem. Remind yourself of all the tough things that you have already gotten through. Remind yourself of the journey that you are in. It's not like the other mom's journeys. Your journey is unique. It's unique to you. And I promise this all goes back to mom shaming. But being confident in your journey and understanding that you are unique to your journey, changing your perspective and how you look at each thing as a learning opportunity is going to change the game. So when a time is hard and you see it as an opportunity, for growth, for change, it's going to be so much better. And it's different than someone coming in and saying like, why are you doing it this way? You need to do it this way. And then learning from how they're saying it. It's more about you going through it yourself and learning from your experiences and seeing what you're going to do better next time. This podcast is sponsored by Mommy Knows Best. Are you looking for a lactation cookie that's not only effective, but tastes good? Mommy Knows Best offers an assortment of lactation cookies, brownies, and our newest ready-to-eat lactation cookies, perfect for our on-the-go moms. We offer six different flavors, including a dairy and gluten-free option. And let me tell you guys, you would not even know it's dairy and gluten-free unless someone told you. It's, It's so good. Mommy Knows Best empowers all moms with the tools and resources necessary to give your newborn the best start in life. With an assortment of lactation treats and supplements that contain all natural herbal remedies, traditionally and effectively used for generations to treat low milk supply. Whether you're a new mom or a pro, Mommy Knows Best gives you plenty of options, all of which are created with the health and safety of both baby and mom in mind. Right now, Mommy Knows Best is offering 20% off when you use the code MOMTALKS at mommyknowsbest.com. That's M-O-M-T-A-L-K-S for 20% off. And this goes on the other end of things too, right? So we're talking about being mom shamed, so shaming others. So if you are so confident in your own choices and what's working for your family, you don't need to look at Susie down the street and say, she should be doing it this way too, because this is the right way. Be confident and be sure of your journey, that you are unique. Don't look at Susie down the street. She's got it going on different over there. She's got a different way of doing things and that's what works for her family. It's hard because when we mess up, we think everyone's judging us, but the truth is we are judging ourselves the worst. We are our own toughest critics. So I want you guys to think out loud. Let's talk about your parenting journey so far. I'm going to ask you guys some questions and I want you to think about them. You can answer out loud because, um, you know, if you're, if you're in your own space, I mean, if you're at the store, if you want to answer, I mean, to each their own. The next time you're in a hard spot, I want you to ask yourself, how is this the best thing that's ever happened to me? And this is a tough one to come across for some people. I remember saying this to some friends a while back and they were like, but this isn't the best thing. And I was like, well, not right now, but at least from my perspective, hard things breed greatness. 
When things are hard, that's when you're going to learn the most about yourself. That's when you're going to prove yourself how strong you are and how much you can do on your own. I'm not saying I wish hard things on all of you or anything like that, but if you're in a hard spot, I want you to know that there's a learning opportunity, whether it's, it's okay to ask for help or you're stronger than you think, or maybe try things this way, whatever it is, there's a learning opportunity. And if you're able to look back and reflect on your life and how far you've come already, you're going to be able to see all the progress you've already made. So self-confidence doesn't come from like a flick of the switch. It's a process every day. It comes from looking back and seeing progress. Maybe your, your 20 year old self could have never imagined where you're at today. An amazing mom, hardworking, driven, passionate. Those are the kinds of things we want to hear. I think this thing happens when you're young and you look up to your parents, you see them as like, oh my gosh, like when I'm an adult, I'm going to know everything. I'm going to have it all together. I'm going to have a a family, a job, whatever it is, you're going to look up to them. But then you realize as you get older, every stage is like infancy in that stage, right? Like I've never been this age before. You've never been that age before. So we're constantly learning. There's no stage where you have it all. And anyone that pretends like they know it all or they have it all is probably lying. So again, when I say be confident, that's not being a know-it-all. That's not, you know, being cocky or anything like that. Confident is knowing, hey, I'm going to make this decision right now. It might not be the best one, but it's the best right now. And that's what's going to work for me. And maybe a year, six months, or even by next week, I might say, you know what? I shouldn't have made that decision, but I wouldn't have known blank if I didn't make that decision. Remember that other moms are not your competition. You are your own competition. Who you were yesterday is not who you were today. And that's okay. See the progress you've made and know that you're making, you're making an effort. You are doing things every day to make yourself better, whether you actively are or not. So if it helps journaling out things, writing the things that you are doing amazing at, writing the things that you're working on, because even if you're working on something and you're not seeing progress, you are still making progress. So focus on that. Take the focus away from everyone else. Focus on you and your family and what you are doing right. So remember, you have the power to control what day you have. Bad things will happen. It's inevitable. But how you respond to it is in your control. And how you treat yourself is in your control. So you could have a really crappy day and you could say, God, I suck. I'm the worst mom ever. My kids don't even like me. I'm failing at this. And then you could hold on to those negative feelings. So when any time something negative happens, you're going to think about those feelings or you leave that in the past. It was a bad day. You start your day fresh. Having a bad day did not make me a bad mom. My kids still love me. Today's going to be a better day. There will be bad days in the future, but that does not make me a bad mom. And it's all a learning opportunity because isn't that what life is? One big learning opportunity Every day is filled with them. And the fact that you are worrying about whether or not you're a good mom makes you a good mom. So I know I kind of went off on a little, little bit of a tangent, but I think it was all, it all uh, worked out. So I hope you can carry that with you today though. And remember that all you've accomplished and all you will accomplish 
and be proud when you talk about your accomplishments. Don't let other people belittle them and just keep in your head. If someone were to mom shame you, they don't know my journey. They don't know my story and just don't even feed into it. And before you're about to mom shame someone, you don't know their journey. You don't know their story. Worry about what's in front of you. I'm rooting for you. And if uh, you like what you hear today, uh, these are all the kinds of topics that we cover on our peanut pods, except like I said, they are in real time and you can respond. You can ask questions. You can share things that are going on in your life. Of course, there's no pressure to, it's just a great, great time to connect, but I'm going to be doing more of these solo kind of episodes just to kind of cover different topics. And I hope I can see more of you guys in our peanut pods upcoming in our Facebook rooms. We got a lot of different events. We just really want to connect and create a safe space for women to talk about what's going on. And I think it's really amazing how things are changing and how women are being more empowered to be vulnerable and share their stories. I think it used to be very like hush, hush, don't talk about it, smile on the outside, but we need to talk about it because we need to talk about what people are going through and connect with other moms and other women and lift each other up. Remember, we are not competition of each other. We are here to lift up each other, support each other. If someone has a different opinion, we can still support them. So I just want you guys to remember that today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you like the solo episodes. Let me know if you hate them. No, don't tell me if you hate them. (laughs) We got a lot of great episodes coming up for you guys in the next coming weeks. Really amazing women. If you are not subscribed to our email list at mommyknowsbest.com, definitely subscribe. We have a monthly newsletter that goes out. We highlight our amazing group moderators and admins and just our amazing moms in the group. We also highlight our experts um, here at Mommy Knows Best. You know, we are a breastfeeding company, but we have lots of experts in all areas from pediatricians, lactation consultants, labor and delivery nurses, you name it. We've got, we got all, all areas covered in our experts. So we highlight different experts each month. We talk about hot topics going on in the news. There's lots to discuss out there, guys. So sign up for our newsletter and thanks for hanging out with me and I will see you guys next week. All right, guys, it's time for the mom tales of the week. And this week, I am so excited for this because it's all about crazy dreams. Anyone that knows me personally knows that I am a huge, vivid dreamer ever since I can remember. So I love talking about dreams. I love talking about meanings and so much more. I don't know if I'll be able to decipher these dreams, but... It'll still be fun, nevertheless, to read these. Okay, so this week we asked to to share your craziest pregnancy dream. And whether that was, you know, a dream where you actually were pregnant or had to do with labor and delivery or something around those realms, or as soon as you got pregnant, you started having kinds of crazy dreams, really vivid dreams. So I've heard, I've heard both. So let's see what we got this week. Number one is Alexis. I had a dream that my cousin's wife was trying to have another baby, but was having problems health-wise. In my dream, she was ignoring doctor's advice and just kept dealing with the pain. I remember telling her in my dream to take care of herself. Next morning, I texted her to see if she was doing okay and told her about my dream. She was in shock and proceeded to tell me how she's been having medical issues with her ovaries and cervix. Whoa! That is so cool. I've heard about dreams like that where they're kind of premonition dreams. I mean, it's good that you reached out to her and she was able to confide in you and tell you that. 
Wow. So that's like a, that's like a real life thing. You should really write down your dreams and pay attention to what happens. Number two, summer. I had a dream where me and some boy, I don't know, were cave people and we were running from a T-Rex through a prehistoric forest. We then ran into a giant pumpkin patch to hide and Dumbledore from Harry Potter suddenly appeared to save us. Okay, were you watching Harry Potter that night before bed? Because I know if I'm watching something right before bed, it will be in my dream. So if I'm watching something kind of dark, like Ozark or something, I always make sure I watch something funny before bed or else I'm like, oh no, I don't want to be running from the drug cartel. So I wonder if that's what it was. That sounds like a lot of, a lot of stuff all in one. You should look up what it means to have a T-Rex in your dream. I'd be interested to find out. Okay, number three. Whitney. At the beginning of my pregnancy, I had a dream where I was where I went into labor at 18 weeks. Once I delivered, the doctor asked me if I wanted to change the diaper, and I said no because it was too early for me to know the gender of what I was having. Instead, I had my mom change the diaper, and then the doctors put the baby back inside of me until its due date. I asked my mom if the baby was a boy or girl, and she replied back with, I don't know, it's too early. And I was like, how? You changed the diaper. And she said the baby had both parts because it's too early to know. <gasps> That's, that is hilarious. I'm curious if in real life, well, so you said it's early in the pregnancy, so you probably didn't know. So in real life, you were probably like, I want to know if it's a boy or a girl. It's too early to know. So it kind of just went into your dream. Or that could be a lot of, you know, anxiety or thought just about having a baby in general. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you were wondering about the, the sex of the baby or what, but that's... That's hilarious. It's very deep, very detailed. Number four, Hannah. At least twice I dreamt that after my baby was born, I'd go hours without checking on her. Then I'd realize that like eight hours had passed and I should probably go check on her. I imagine this was anxiety about being a good and attentive mom. Now she's been here for three months and I realized how unrealistic a quiet baby for eight hours is. That's really funny. That, I mean, that kind of goes into the last one too, where a lot of our anxieties, our thoughts about our daily life, a lot of times go into our dreams. So it sounds like you were just thinking about what it would be to be a mom and how you would be as a mom or how, you know, a baby would be. And also accepting this new part in this new chapter of your life and understanding that, that there will be changes and differences and all of a sudden being like, oh gosh, wait, I have a baby. That's yeah, that's so funny that how our minds kind of work that way. All right, number five, Chelsea Taylor. I used to dream of me laying in bed asleep and waking up to my water breaking and the baby coming out so fast at the house. Then I used to dream that my water broke in bed, rushed to the hospital, and I had the baby in the hallway of the hospital. Lastly, I had dreams of me having the baby in the car on the way to the hospital. None of that ended up happening as I had a scheduled C-section, but all these dreams felt so real. I would wake up in sweat every night. This one sounds like a lot of panic when it comes to labor and delivery. Like, are you going to get to the hospital in time? Are you going to be prepared? Again, it might not necessarily mean about the labor and delivery, but more about being prepared as a mom. Like maybe you're just overthinking or a little worried. Like, will I have everything I need for the baby? Will, you know, I know what to do in certain situations. I have a funny story about anyone that knows Mommy Labor Nurse on Instagram, Liesl Teen. She's amazing. She's been on the podcast a few different times and uh, she just has the best content for new moms about labor and delivery and so much more. Um, so we have done the Ilka show together and, you know, so I've, so I've traveled with her for work things 
And I had a dream. I mean, this was probably six or so months ago. I had a dream that we were at Ilka again. We were at the hospital, or not the hospital. We were at the hotel and I was very pregnant in my dream and my water broke in the middle of the night, but I had Liesl there. So I wasn't freaking out. I was like, oh, okay, I got a labor and delivery nurse. She knows exactly what to do. I texted her the next day. I was like, Liesl, you have to hear this dream. And she's like, for your sake, I really hope that doesn't happen. She's like, but you know, hey, at least it was her, someone that was really prepared. Funny how our minds uh, work like that. Number six, Stevie. When I was pregnant with my youngest, I dreamed that I gave birth to a litter of kittens. And in my dream, my oldest daughter was absolutely elated. That's hilarious. I mean, that would be, I mean, I think most kids would be elated if you had a litter of kittens. That would be quite the shock. There would be lots of questions, but I really wonder what that means. I want to look it up because I'm really curious. What does it mean? I almost forgot to put, what does it mean to dream? I just put, what does it mean to give birth to litter of kittens. What does it mean to dream that I give birth to a litter of kittens? Okay. I'm trying to find a good one. Wow. There are so many different meanings for birth to a kitten. This one says, according to a dream book, if a woman gave birth to a kittens, then she would face troubles. Another one says if she gave birth to a kitten, that means she'd have problems with her lover. Um, according to the everyday dream book, the birth of a kitten in a woman dream, uh, has to do with chores around the house. This is not the direction I thought it was going to go. Okay. Well, I thought I could really help you out with my searches here, but I'm really not finding a lot. So I guess it's not as common as I thought. Um, it also says anxiety around birth, labor and delivery. Oh, and I think I just got spam or something on my computer. Okay. We're good. We're good now. And it says you were, okay, so you were pregnant at the time. So it could have just been anxiety about the delivery or just like starting over since you already had a daughter, a litter of kittens. Someone else told me that they had a dream once that it was um, a bunch of puppies. So you're, it's probably not uncommon. I'm sorry I couldn't help decipher that a little bit more. But yeah, those are fun to read. I am huge into dreams and like looking into what they mean and stuff. But it's really cool to kind of like journal and look into it, especially if you are currently pregnant, looking at different stages, like in the beginning, were you dreaming certain things in the middle and the end? Because a lot of times your dreams can tell you what you're actually feeling in real life. And so it can kind of help you examine your own self and your own feelings. But that's a conversation for another time. All right, guys, that's all of the mom tales and responses I have for this week. Join me next week for another awesome episode. Thanks for listening to the Mom Talks with Krista podcast. For more information about this show, past shows, or to check out our YouTube channel, please see our show notes. If you loved the show, please share it with your mom tribe. The bigger, the better. Thanks for listening and have a great day.